1: Welcome to the Off the Glass Podcast, bringing you a fresh, intelligent, thought-provoking perspective to the game of basketball. This is your host, Z. Thanks for joining me today. And last night, the long-anticipated, long-awaited matchup between the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors was on center stage last night. And it didn't disappoint, at least up until the fourth quarter, where the Warriors was able to pull away from the Rockets and finish them off with a final score of 119 to 106, taking a 1-0 lead in the Western Conference Finals. They were led by Kevin Durant with 37 points. Klay Thompson with 28. Curry with with 18. The Rockets, of course, was led by James Harden, who finished with 41. Chris Paul with 23 capella with 12 gordon with eric gordon with 15 and the stunning thing is man if you get a 40 point plus performance from harden and you still lose you have to go back and question what's really going on you know d'antoni was quoted as saying in the press conference maybe i need him to get over 50 for them to have a chance to win and uh it was definitely an example of the warriors were definitely up to the challenge they came out Ready to ready to play. They definitely flicked the switch, and I was nervous at first because I thought Draymond was going to get kicked out the game because he was just too fired up, getting an uh, early technical foul as he he gave uh, Harden a nice forearm to the to the to the beard. My wife had me laughing. She was like, "I would have just not you know uh, yanked his little beard off." <laughs> but um, you know, once he settled in, he became a dominant force. That the Warriors needed, even though his stat line might not be gaudy, he finished with not five points, nine rebounds, nine assists. His defense was just unbelievable, man. And in my opinion, Draymond is hands down the best defender in the NBA. He's and he might be one of the best defenders that the league has ever seen. And what I mean is, many guys have dominated the game on a defensive end on a myriad of ways. But not quite like Draymond Green. And granted, I don't—I'm not big on comparing eras, because everybody's era was different. Um, but the fact that Draymond can show out on pick and rolls, can switch, can play the back line and quarterback the defense, call out screens, call out reads, and he can also protect at the rim. I mean, he—he he does things that even in a, in the current era, like Kawhi Leonard, a great perimeter defense defender, but he's not the rim protector that that. Um, that Green is, and I've always said this during this impressive, impressive excuse me run by Golden State over the last few years, what gets lost in all their great offense is the fact that they play great defense, man. They have a lot, not a lot, but they have some really good to great individual defenders and in Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Eagle Dollar, of course sticks out. And then Steph is just good enough, and they have a good enough system based on certain principles where he doesn't get exposed too much on defense, man. And their defense was really on display, and it was also shown too uh, with the with um, with Looney coming in off the bench, you know, and he's kind of that big they've been searching for ever since uh, Festus Ezeli left, and he was able to. Obviously, you're not going to stop an offensive talent like James Harden. But he was able to switch off on him, play good defense, move his feet, contain penetration, make him work for shots. The same thing when he got switched off on Chris Paul or any of their guards, man. And in my opinion, big picture, I felt like Looney was the MVP of the game last night. You know, they had some decent contributions from they, from their bench. Nick Young in the first half hit three threes, which was huge for them. Um, they didn't go really deep in a bench. Um if if you're uh, Houston, you look at your role players as Ariza and Tucker both combined to score. Now, excuse me, not Ariza and Tucker. Tucker and Bamute, Bamute combined to score one point, with Tucker having that one point, and Ariza was in foul trouble all night, so he never really gave them a flow, but. I've said this all year watching them play, man. And, again, I don't want to jump out the window. You had a lot of people thinking the Warriors are going to sweep now, win in five. But the the Warriors did come out and send a message. But I want to at least give the Houston to game two to make adjustments. But I will say this. The Warriors did play a lot of isolation through Kevin Durant because he really just had that kind of – Uh, game last night he had to clear mismatches but the the glaring defense and people who know basketball should be able to pick up on this when Houston isolates with Harden at the top of CP3 the other guys are just standing around the three point line there's no movement there's no off the ball movement no cutting no screening Whereas with Golden State when they throw the ball in you can see a lot of uh, the triangle offense principles that Steve Kerr has instituted in say offense you will see split the post so what I mean is if Kevin Durant catches the ball on the left block or the right block, um, you'll have maybe, let's say, Klay uh, Thompson in the corner or Steph at the uh, at the elbow. They'll both kind of either screen for each other, or at least do a split cut with one of them maybe popping out one of them diving so the defense has to at least honor that. And then Kevin Durant is a good passer that if he gets the right read, he'll make the pass. You'll see them do this with Draymond a lot at the high elbow where – he'll have kevin durant run off or they're running backside staggers the point is whenever they run isolation action nobody's being stagnant on the perimeter making it easy for the defense to set themselves and zone up and that was the biggest question i had with houston all season with their offense they had the the best offense in this in 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 basketball this year but i knew it wasn't sustainable when they played better teams if they played um hot higher level teams because if you're playing a team that has good defensive principles you can't just stand on one side let them zone up and it was times and they showed it at halftime when Kenny did Kenny Smith did Kenny's pictures where Harden dribble dribble dribbles out the clock literally the whole possession then throws a behind the back pass to a reason with like two seconds left and it was like okay now you make a play I don't care how great these guys are in the NBA nobody gets a rhythm. So in my opinion, playing like that, so in my opinion, yes, it's on the superstar to get other people involved, but to me, it's, it comes up way before that. It comes up in what kind of offensive system, what kind of sets are you running way before we get to the game. And that's why, you know, in the NBA, I forget who they said said this, but I remember hearing somewhere that they, the, a coach said that basically you run offense for the other players, because the great players are great enough to get their own baskets. You run offense for the other players to keep them engaged. You can't expect to dribble the ball out the whole shot clock, then pass the ball and think they're going to make a play. Like, it just doesn't It just doesn't work that way. And they're not going to get any kind of flow. So, I don't know how Houston adjusts that. I mean, the only thing you can hope for in Houston is that maybe um, your role players make some shots and play a little bit better. But if Golden State, Plays defense like this, even though I'm not going to predict anything, this series will be over with quick. The current concerning thing for me with Golden State is the health of Steph Curry, and you know, again, luckily they have Kevin Durant. For me, from here on out, Kevin Durant, nickname for me, is going to be the big Joker. You know, he he's that ultimate Joker. If we playing spades, that you just throw on the table and just wins all books. Because if they didn't have him, Golden State would be in trouble offensively. Because Curry. Can't create that separation like he did before the knee injury. I will say this though, he did at least put the pressure on the defense. He was able to get to the basket and finish. He was able to kick out for um, other open shots, but they're gonna have to do a better job on on, on offense. On me, excuse me, on defense the Rockets. Klay Thompson had 18 three, I mean took 15 threes, 18 shots. A lot of them were wide open looks. They're gonna have to get matched up in transition. If I'm Dan Tony, I, I wouldn't allow the Warriors to play Clint Capella off the floor because he's definitely, to this point, is definitely a difference maker. So you're going to have to figure out how, while he's out there especially, to maybe run more ball screen, more pick-and-roll action, get him going to the rim, keep him around the basket where you can keep bas- um, offensive rebounds alive because you're going to kind of need him on defense. I saw what he was trying to do. But to me, they, they need him on the court. And, you know, I just didn't understand some of the things he was doing tactically down the stretch. I don't know if this was hard in calling out, but they routinely kept wanting to get the switch on Looney, which I guess they thought they couldn't exploit when Curry was on the court. To me, that should have been the matchup they should have been going after because at this point in the game, especially second half, early fourth quarter, it was definitely, I would say definitely second half had already been proven that Looney was more than capable to handle that switch pretty decently and I also felt like throughout the game Harden wore down I know he has a reputation for partying I'm not saying he's doing that now but you know I just never hear of certain players getting tired I don't ever heard of Durant getting tired LeBron getting tired Steph when he's healthy getting tired um, Anthony Davis when he's healthy getting tired but it seems to be always a fatigue factor with Harden that he came out the beginning on I mean absolutely on fire dunking the ball going to the basket you know he looked good but as the game wore on you could tell he was getting worn down which in my mind is really confusing because again this is something else I noticed he played absolutely no defense and I remember posting this on on Facebook last night I mean does Harden's brilliance on offense in that first half get over uh, do we overlook his atrocious defense that he had because to me again you might be able to get away with that stuff against Minnesota you might be able to get away with that stuff against Utah but as you progress and now you're in the conference finals you're talking about moving on to the finals you're going to be playing against better teams better talent better offensive players and I'm not saying James Harden needs to be a defensive stopper, because obviously that's not what he is, but he has to at least be competent on defense. You can't be a liability that bad. I mean, guys was getting around him without even really doing any moves, just getting the ball and going past them. And again, to win a championship is going to take sacrifice. Is going to take you doing everything. But big picture, I, I feel good. I think Golden State, I did pick Golden State. Nothing about what I saw yesterday changes that pick. The question becomes now, are they going to sweep them, or is Houston going to make the necessary adjustments? Can they make the necessary adjustments, especially on offense? <coughs> excuse me, um, before the series is too over with, because if they come out and play like that again, um, like I said, the Warriors look fantastic on on, on defense. That's really powering their offense. Then this this series is going to be over with quick. Um, Gerald Green came in, made some shots. So, I mean, they're going to need their support and cast to make some shots. The Warriors, you know, you didn't really get a great game for Steph and you still you still win. But this is why, ultimately, I picked them um, coming into this series because I felt like Kevin Durant is just not going to have too many bad games. And they're going to need him to at least have one or two, not even going to say bad, but just average games. But if he plays like he plays last night, they definitely not going to beat this Warriors team. And um, we're looking at, Possibly want to cuss of the cuffs are looking at another dynasty here in this era. So, that about do it for today's episode. Wanted to weigh in real quick on last night's anticipated matchup between the Rockets and Warriors. Um, make sure to like the page, become a follower, um, follow me on all the social platforms you can follow me on. Follow me or search me through Off the Glass Podcast.com. Uh, Uh, Make sure to like, subscribe, download, all that good stuff. Thanks for the support. Stay safe out there. This is your host, Z, signing off. Peace. (laughs)
0: Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right too, with deals to help you save every day. Like four bags of premium mulch now for just ten dollars, and buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of Miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil, get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through five one while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select eleven point eight ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.